Folks, what about this thing we call apostasy? Is that biblical? Is it possible that we are right now in the days of apostasy? I've just written a brand new pamphlet. We're going to talk about it. Dr. Hiltabill is in the studio. And we're going to talk about what I call the great end time apostasy. Fasten your seatbelt and stand by. And welcome to the program today, Prophecy in the Spotlight. I'm your host, Brother Dan Goodwin, sitting with me, my co-host, Dr. Charles Hiltabittle. Um, Doc, this thing about apostasy, we're going to look at this today. And yes, apostasy, basically, if you look, if you look it up, it's, it's, it means a falling away, a, a get going away from truth, going away from... Webster's talks about turning from religion, that kind of stuff. Um, well, okay, I, I've always used it. Walking away or turning from revealed truth. Okay. Now, the word apostasy is not in the Bible. No. But we, we believe the, the, belief, the understanding of it is in Thessalonians. You want to read that passage? Sure. At 2 Thessalonians and chapter number 2, and this is where really Paul is, in just a matter of a few verses, puts the timeline together of the tribulation, beginning with the rapture of the saints all the way to the revealing of the Antichrist. And so in verse number 3, he says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. All right, so the question is, are we in that falling away now? How far has it come? When did it start? Uh, what's it lead to? I think we go to the book of Revelation, chapter 3. Chapter 3. And the, the church of Laodicean mm -hmm. seems to be, seems to fit the description of that apostasy-filled yes. church. It's, he, he, said, I, he even said, I'd rather you be cold. I, I'm confident I'd rather you be hot. But he said, instead of being cold or hot, you've become lukewarm, lukewarm. and useless. Yeah. To I've the point that make you sick. It. Yeah, I've always looked at it like cold water is good for drinking, mm -hmm. hot water is good for bathing or mm -hmm. cooking, but lukewarm water is good for making a, a baby vomit. Yep. <laughs> and yep. Uh, so people may be eating dinner while they're watching this, oh. so we won't dwell on <laughs> we'll that. We won't dwell but, on that point. Uh, but this thing, I, I got thinking about this recently, and that's, uh, I got really upset about some, some conversations I've had recently with some people. And uh, it, it led to me writing this pamphlet about apostasy yes because i because you hit it right on the mark moving away from truth and of course that that's my book the the kjb book that's the that's the foundation of all apostasy is getting away from the bible yes but i want to get real specific here i i think the the great apostasy is 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 not only getting away from the bible because the goal is satan wants people to be lost 
He does not want people to be born again. He does. He wants to take, because it isn't that he hates us, although he does. Yes. Satan hates God. He hates God. Satan is angry with God because Satan lost his position, was cast mm -hmm. to the earth. His eternity is going to be hell forever and ever. And he's not going to give up his battle until the Armageddon. Satan is trying to hurt you and me yes. so that he can get God. And he's trying to hinder us from doing anything that would benefit bringing others the into relationship. The first with God. attack of Satan was on the Word of God. Yes. Way back to As Genesis. As God 3. said. Yeah. And that's, of course, what the book's about, the Had God Said book. Uh, in fact, the King James Bible, in my opinion, is mentioned in the Bible itself in uh, Revelation 3. Uh, we won't get into that right now, but uh, the King James Bible is the Word of God. I believe it's the perfect, preserved, inspired words of Almighty God. And yes. it's the authority for all faith and practice. And in the Bible, what is the Bible all about? What's that thing you're always saying? <laughs> it's all about redemption. That's right. It's all about redemption. Man, I thought you had forgotten for a oh, second there. I can't forget that. I, I know last week, I don't think you mentioned it one time. Almost every show, it's, you'll mention it's about redemption. It is. And it is. And that, that book is about redemption. Now, what Satan's got us away from the book. People are all scared. People are confused. You go to church now, they'll read out of three or four different versions in the same yeah. sermon. And talk about confusion. Very much so. And, uh, but what's it all about? It's all about getting people's eyes off of what true salvation is all about. Because that book's a book about redemption. Yes. From Genesis to Revelation, it's about redemption. Absolutely. And so this is what got me uh, recently in some conversations I've had. And I get, I get emails. I get people on Facebook, people on YouTube. They'll come out with the, the, the craziest stuff about salvation. You wonder, where did they get that? Yeah. Somebody, well, they got it from somebody's book. Or somebody posted on YouTube, and I, I, didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't make it public. I, uh, all comments had to be approved, and sure. usually by me. Uh, and I don't approve a lot of comments because I think, man, that's not going to help anybody. And uh, that, that guy's going to confuse people. Right. Uh, and somebody put something up about salvation. They said one of the lines was, "If you, when you're saved, you don't sin anymore. I, said, well, I must really? not be saved. Wow. I know you ain't because I know you. Uh, <laughs> Good grief. What kind of a statement is that? How, where ridiculous. does people come up with this? Yep. You know, if, I, well, if we say we have no sin, we make him a liar. I had an, had an old evangelist friend, great evangelist preacher. He, he always said in one of his messages in every meeting, you know, my wife and I, we both, after we got saved, we lived above sin. He said the honky-tonk was down below us in our apartment. <laughs> That's about as above sin as yeah, you can get. Yeah. 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 Old Tommy Stone. Yeah. So, so here's some of the versions of what people in our circles believe. The prophecy world, everywhere. Oh my. Even in our Baptist churches, people yes. have some of these views. First of all, the dispensational salvation view. Yeah. People believe that... See, I think this is the apostasy. People moving from true salvation to believing these lies. Yeah. Dispensational salvation, in case folks don't know, don't know what we mean by that. Dispensational salvation says that each, each, each era, era of, of life yeah. is a different way to heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a different way for Abraham than there was for A different way for Noah and, yeah. and, and that world. And each one different. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with that is it's not biblical. It's not true. That's, there's no different no. way to heaven. Noah was saved by grace. That's right. And uh, yeah, he That's how I was saved. Yeah. And everyone saved the same way. We, yes. we didn't all get the same thing uh, as, uh, as everyone else got. Because right. in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit had been and given And all yet. of them, uh, the book of Hebrews makes it clear that all of these were looking forward 
to the time when Jesus exactly. would secure that salvation. And they went to paradise. They didn't go to heaven because the blood hadn't been placed That's on right. the mercy seat. Very yes. simple. I have a whole chapter in my mystery book called The Mystery of Paradise. Some of that's in this little pamphlet uh, that I have here. Uh, we've got people who say uh, uh, that baptism's necessary yeah. for salvation. By the way, this dispensational salvation, we talked about this in the yeah. update, but I think it's important we say it here. To say that there's different ways to heaven depending on Old Testament or where, where you were born, what 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 age yeah. of, of history you were born in, different way to heaven... At the great white throne, I was thinking about this when I was writing the pamphlet. At the great white throne, there's going to be people standing there from Abraham's day, from Genesis. Well, from, a from Adam all the way to yeah. the last soul. So you, you're going to have people there. He's going to have to have different books. The Bible says the yeah. books were open. They're judged according to things written in the book. Well, wait a minute. Uh, di depending on where you were born in the timeline... There's different ways to heaven. Uh, yeah, different ways. So I'm going to judge you differently. That's, a, well, that's that a sounds lie, like a god of confusion to me. Yeah, it's a lie. There's one way. To, it, I don't care where you're born in in Bible history. That's right. You need a lamb and you need blood. You yes, need, you sir. Need the lamb's blood. Absolutely. Adam had the lamb skins were placed on Adam, and, and it Eve. all pointed forward to what Jesus, the Lamb of yep. God, provided. In redemption. We've got some that believe baptism is necessary. Well, again, we have the same problem at the great white throne. Yes. Some One guy was yeah. baptized, one wasn't. That's... And the one that was baptized was supposed to. The one who was not supposed to get baptized didn't get baptized. Uh, yeah. That makes no sense. Makes zero sense. Baptism is not a part of salvation. Peter tells us that. Well, it's not a part of it, it, it period. You're right. Yeah. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some who believed you're saved by grace. But you have to live it after you're saved, or you or you lose your yeah. salvation, and yeah. that's what a lot of the pamphlets about trying to help people understand. Like Paul said, right? If you begun in the spirit, how are you made perfect by the flesh? You're not. What Paul no. is saying is, if you get saved by grace through faith, how do you keep yourself saved? Yeah. And he was pretty stern about it. He in was. Galatians three one. He says, he 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 says. Oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Yes. And the whole chapter is him blasting them about this, this thing about, about believing that and teaching that, yes, you're saved by grace, uh, but, but then you've got to live it or you lose it. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I preached I a sermon one time, Doc. I, have, I think I have it on a CD. Uh, I preached a sermon called What It Would Take to Lose Eternal Life. Yeah. Quite an amazing well, it, uh, it thing. Would, it would How take, do you lose something you got for eternity? Yeah, and, and, and something that you didn't pay for. Yeah. And something that uh, uh, was of a value that you could never even imagine. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. when you don't believe you're eternally secure, you don't believe that, you know, then what it does, it, takes, it steals your joy. Because what do you got to be joyous about? You, yeah. you still might go to hell. Well, that's, that's slipped over into our prophecy world as... Uh, people say, well, who's going to go in the rapture? They say, well, uh, you know, just because somebody got saved, uh, they might have lost their salvation, so they're not going. Or they're not living it. Or they're not living, or they're not living in anticipation of it. Doc, I get that question all the time, and I know you do too. Yeah. The, the Bible says we're to be watching and watching and waiting. And I get yeah. people ask me all the time, if someone's not watching, do they are they going to go? That's why I wrote the booklet, <laughs> Who's Going to Go in the Rapture? Because yeah. I get this question so much. Yeah. And I tell people, 
Everyone's going into rapture. All it's, the saints are going. Everybody that's been born again. The guy that's sitting in the tavern drinking a beer, if he's saved, he's going to heaven. He's and going to look. People. He may look a little foolish at the judgment seat of Christ, yeah. but we're not at the judgment seat of Christ by our merits anyway. And I mentioned that in the pamphlet, First Corinthians chapter three, I believe. I believe yes. that's the bema seat, the judgment mm -hmm. seat. It is. And you'll find that they're judged. The uh, uh, Bible says they're silver, gold, wood, mm -hmm. stay in Hubble. Uh, mm -hmm. Hubble. I would stay in wood, stubble. hay, and stubble. Hubble. Yes. Hubble. That's <laughs> wood, wood, hay, and stubble. Yeah, there we go. All right, we'll leave that in the on the TV. We'll let people see that. Hey, we're all human here. We, Amen. we stumble. We stumble sometimes. <laughs> wood, hay, and stubble. It, they're burned in the fire. In yeah. other words, the refiner's fire, not hellfire. No. It's burned in the fire of judgment. Yes. And only the, the gold and silver and precious metals yes. is left. That's your good works that yeah. you did for God. It's uh, actually... According to Matthew chapter 5, it's really the works that God did through you. That's right. We can't even take credit for that. No. Our, if, so if, how can a person claim, I've got to live a certain yeah. way to keep myself saved? No. It isn't even you. It's you. It's God doing something through right. you. We can't take credit for any of that. It's Him working through you. Now, there's some, the Bible says, that they have just the wood, hay, and stubble, and it's all burned in the fire. I think that's because they've lived... Uh, for materialism and for things yep. of a decay. Or they world. never grew. They got maybe yeah. they got saved at a meeting somewhere and they, they went back home. Never, never got discipled. Never got in the Bible. Never got discipled. And that's a shame that somebody didn't take well, a look what it way. says in First Corinthians. It says uh, they're, they'll suffer loss, yet they're yet saved, saved. Yet, yet so, so uh, as by fire. That's yeah. a powerful. It is very powerful. Yes. I've got a sermon I preached years ago called Ashes or a Crown. Which will it be? Some people are going to get a crown of, of rewards. That's right. Others, I think, are going to get ashes. And I think that's sad. And nothing to lay at the feet of yep. Jesus. Ashes, because yep. they had no good deeds, no yep. works, nothing they did for, for Christ. And they didn't allow Christ to work through, through them. them. And yep. uh, so in the, in the pamphlet, I talk about this. Let me just share a few things for, for the viewers here from the pamphlet. It's called The Great End Time Apostasy. In that, I talk, uh, I give a little introduction there about mm -hmm. what apostasy is and um, why it's serious and the Laodicean church and all that. Yeah. And, and we're definitely there. I believe we're, we're in it. We're in the midst and of I think it. We're the, at the end of it. I think the goal of the apostasy and the messing with the Word of God is to get us away from the true gospel of salvation by grace well, plus nothing. Well, the Lord made the statement, when I return, shall I find faith on the earth. Yeah. And so... In the book, I, I give some examples of some men who knew for sure they were going to heaven. Okay. Now, what's the significance of that? Yep. The significance of that, if you can lose your salvation, how could you ever tell anybody, I know I'm going to heaven? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't, because you don't know if you're going to mess up next week uh, or next year or right. tomorrow or tonight. Uh, you don't know. So one example I had was King David. Oh, yes. And I use him because he did mess up. But yet, yeah, he, did. Uh, he prayed for God to restore his joy. Yes. But he didn't pray to be saved again. No, he restored the joy of my yeah, salvation. That's right. People ought to study that out. Yeah, I tell folks all the time, pay attention to the words in your Bible. But yeah. well, here's what I use in, in his life uh, to, to back up my, my statement here. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, it's the story, of course, of Bathsheba and mm -hmm. the sin of uh, yeah, a child is born. That child is on its deathbed and the child dies. And David is very upset, mm -hmm. and he makes a statement. He says, and I got it here somewhere, David said, I shall go to him, 
but he shall not return to me. Yeah. In other words, David understood mm-hmm. um, he's not going to come back. He's dead. Right. But I'm going to see him again. I'm going to go to him. Yes. Now, how could you make a statement like that if, it, if, if you could lose your salvation? And after all he had done yeah. a, a relationship yeah. to the murder of a man and all. Yes. Hey, Paul, the Apostle Paul. Yeah. The great Apostle Paul. He said, we are confident Rather to be absent from the body, to be present from the Lord. Mm-hmm. We are confident yes. in that. He didn't say uh, we're going to be with the, in the presence of the Lord if we hold out till the end or if, nope. we, if, we, uh, nope. if we don't sin again. Nope. That's ridiculous. Job knew 100% for sure. Yes. He said, I know my Redeemer liveth. liveth. There's that redemption again. Yes. What is Absolutely. redemption? Redemption is not something I did. God purchased something. He purchased me. On my behalf. Yeah. Yes. And he said, I know my Redeemer liveth. Yes. So. There you have it. How can you lose it? I came into work late, but I know where I'm going. Peter said, Apostle Peter said, we're kept by the power of God. Yes. The only way I can be unkept is is God loses his power. Well, the the Bible says in Matthew that we're we're in the hand of Jesus. He's in the hand of God and we're secured by the Holy Spirit. Pretty hard to get out of all that. How about this one? These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may... No. That you may hope that you don't sin again and keep it. No, no. you may know. You may know. Um, So these these five men, they all knew where they were going when they died. I know where I'm going. Yeah. Now you can't say that and be honest about it if you think you can sin your way into losing it. Listen, I didn't quit sin to get saved. I didn't do anything to get it. No. And I, uh, I can't do anything to keep it and I certainly ain't going to do anything to lose it. Yeah. And uh, I'm kept by him. Let's go a little further here. Eternal security. Let's talk about eternal security. To be eternal security means you're secure. That I'm Eternally. Saved, and I know I'm saved just like the Bible said. Yep. These things have I written unto you that believe that you may know. In other words, that you may be ter- eternally secure in your belief. That's right. And which gives joy and victory. People who don't know for sure they're saved never have victory in their life. Nope. And they'll never... They'll not have the full joy. They'll never be able to convince adequately other people to be saved when they don't know for sure themselves. Yep. If you don't know for sure, you're saying, how are you going to lead somebody else to the water? <laughs> Doesn't happen. Uh, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him and doesn't sin anymore. No, no, not that's what it says. What it says. It? Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting, have eternal life. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him and, and doesn't continue in sin. No, it doesn't uh, say that. that's not what it says. Listen, we're sinners. You yes. know, Doc, one of the problems with people in our, even in our Baptist churches today, they, they don't understand the threefold being that we are. Yep. Man is a threefold, just like God is a threefold. Mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Everything's Spirit. Everything's a trinity. It's a trinity. We have spirit, soul, and body, Corinthians mm-hmm. tells us. Yep. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the body. It's the spirit of man that God communicates with. Yes. When you were born, Doc, and when I was born, we were born with a dead spirit because yep. of sin, the sin of our fathers yep. and the bloodline through, through right. Adam. When Adam sinned, his spirit died and it has to be quickened. Fallen nature. Ye hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Sin. He's talking about the spirit of man. Yes. The moment I get saved, my spirit is quickened. But guess what? This flesh is still nope. here. The old man is being saved as I grow in grace. And, but it's not going to be complete until the rapture. Yeah, the Apostle Paul deals with that in chapter 6 of the book of Romans. Yeah. He talks about all the good things I want to 
do. I can't find the power to do it. Things I don't want to do, I end up doing. He said, oh, oh yeah. wretched it's easy man to do wrong. that I am. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to do wrong. So I am eternally saved. I'm eternally secure because, because life is it, it's just that. It's eternal. It's, I'm eternally secure because it, it, it's eternal. How can you lose something that was granted for eternity? I didn't generate it. I received it. Yeah. I was given I, eternal life. Literally, I entered into it when I entered into Christ yep. in that relationship. I'm eternally secure because I've been sealed by the yes. Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians. Yes. Uh, whom ye also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah. I mean, it's yes. like he's... He's nailed it shut, yes. and he's standing guard, and nobody can get in. John That's 10 it. talks about that. I mean, we're, in, yep. we're in Christ's hand, and Christ is in the Father's hand. No man can pull us out of that. That's you know right. what they say, though, Doc? They say, yeah, but you, yeah can, but you can pull yourself out. Isn't that ridiculous? You didn't get yourself in there. Isn't that silly? God did. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Pull yourself out. These are people who don't. Anybody truly born again and understands being born, who in the world would even want to be? And that's another example. Born again. What, see, born again is likened unto a birth. It's a birth. Yes. If you're born as a human being, and you and I were, yeah. if you're listening, you, you were born as a human being. Yes. You can't be unborn. You were born into your family, and you can't be out, unborn yeah. out of your family. And by the way, no matter what you do, you'll always be your father's son. Whether you, they could, your father could, could excommunicate you from the family, but it's he just, can't break that bloodline. That's right. And... Uh, and I tell people this, I don't know what you believe about this dog, but I believe the prodigal son was a saved man. I know he was because they were, yeah, that was. was his father. That's right. He said, Father, give me all the, of my inheritance. Mm -hmm. And he gives it to him and off he goes. And he lives a, a riotous, wicked life. Yep. He's in the hog pen at the end of things. And, and, uh, and I tell comes people, to his senses. for every boy that comes back from the hog pen, uh, there's a hundred others that never return. That's right. And that's sad. And it sad. doesn't mean they're lost. It means they... they but they, that brings you back to that judgment seat of Christ yep. you talked about. Their life will be a bunch of ashes, but they're still going to be saved yet yep. so as by yep. fire. You know, and I, Doc, I, I don't believe you lose a reward. I think if you did something for God... and then No, you, you don't lose reward. I think you still got But you lose something. the potential for all of right. the rewards you could have had. Yeah, so, so he's a prime example. Of course, the, the other crowd said, oh, he, he wasn't saved to begin with. Uh, by the way, Jude was never saved. Not Jude, um, uh, Judas. Judas. Judas, uh, he no. went to his place. He, he went to Bible his own says place. He was never saved. Nope. He, he never believed. Nope. And uh, even though he's one of the 12 and, yep. and even partook in some of the miracles. That shows you, though, that a, that a lot of people can look and act like that's it. That's right. It's not really, that's why it's so important you know yep. for certain that you really are born again. Well, we're going to run out of time here. Uh, I'm eternally secure. Uh, I'm going to skip some of these because all judgment was placed on Christ. Past, present, and future. Yeah. I got two examples here that, that I've got to give you. Uh, I haven't shared these. With, maybe one of them I've shared with you, but one of them I actually got from my son, Ezekiel Goodwin. Uh, we were talking about this on the phone, and he, he mentioned one, and I, wow, that's awesome, and I wrote it down. First one is this, Passover. In Passover, in the book of Exodus, Doc, and you know this, when the death angel passed, did he go inside the house to see if they were living right? Did he check to see if there was any liquor in the cabinet? Did he peek in the door to see if there was a, a woman and the guy was shacking up? No, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Yep. It's not about how you're living inside that house. It's about that blood on the door. Amen. 
That's powerful. That is That's powerful. That's powerful. Yes. But let me go a step further. And this one's from my son. He said, Dad, uh, when, when a person in, in, the, in Moses' day with the tabernacle or, or Solomon's day with the temple, when you sinned and, and you had to make it right, you were to go and bring a sacrifice. Sometimes it was a turtle dove or, or something. What, in relationship and, to the sin? Yeah, you'd bring that to the tabernacle or the temple, and the priest would come out. Remember what he did? He, <laughs> he made intercession He for didn't you. inspect you. He inspected the sacrifice. the sacrifice. Isn't that good? Oh, my goodness, that has hit me. That's yeah. exactly right. And the sacrifice has already been paid. He didn't look, say, well, are you sure you're not going to do that again? Or did, you, did you give the money yeah. back you stole? None of that. He, didn't, he heard, didn't even look at the person. Looked at the sacrifice, made sure it was the right sacrifice. And as the priest, he made intercession. <sighs> yeah. Jesus is our high priest making intercession for us. Boy, that's powerful. He looks at the sacrifice. The yes. sacrifice is Christ. He's not going to look at my sin. The old, the old accusers say, hey, look what old Dan Goodwin did today. And Jesus said, but I paid the price. And the father said, oh. He said he has cast our sins into the deepest sea. And by the way, that's past, present, and future. That's it. He, as far as the east is from the west, and that's infinity. Amen. So far has he separated our sins. That's good. Um, this this is really amazing. This this stuff here. But we're living in a time where this has all been skewed and muddied up till a large number of people are not even been given the truth yeah. to bring them into the relationship with God. So you can't be born again, again, and again. You get born one time. It's yep. it's, it's a regenerating of that dead spirit. And That's once right. that dead spirit is quickened or made alive, right alive. you're saved. You don't sin again and lose that quicken. That's ridiculous. Any more than a, a baby that's born out of the womb can cease to be a human being. Yeah. It's not possible. And it's, un, it's impossible to be quickened and made alive and, uh, and have your spirit uh, quickened right. to lose that quickening. It's just yeah. not, it's not biblical. And the book of Hebrews tells us concerning sons, if you're really born again, uh, you're not going to be without chastisement. By the way, by the way, this is another good one. They had places called cities of refuge. Yes. I think there were seven of them. I forget. One of the right things, if you had done something, sometimes yeah. manslaughter. Manslaughter. And, and somebody's, you know, the father's after you or something. Mm -hmm. uh, he wants revenge. You could flee to a city of refuge. And one of, the, one of the things it says in there, and it's in the book, it says, you're safe as long as the high priest liveth. Yes. Our high priest is forever alive. So I'm saved yes. as long as the high priest liveth. And he ain't never. I love it. Amen. He, he ever <laughs> interested. He ever lived. Hey, that made pretty good preaching, Dan. That's good stuff. Yes, yeah, really good stuff. The great apostasy, I believe, which starts with the losing the word of God, yeah. is losing the way to heaven. People call it the gospel. Yep. Salvation. I believe even in our circles, I believe there's people listening right now that may be, mis may be confused about this yeah. thing we call salvation. we got about 45 seconds, Doc, if you want to. Number one, realize you are a sinner. Number two, realize there's not a thing you can do about it because of your sin. Number three, understand how much God loved you. God sent His only begotten Son to Calvary's cross. And then number three, understand that if we will come in faith and repentance toward God, uh, we can receive Christ or Savior. It's simply 
putting our full faith and trust. We came in here a while ago. We didn't look under the chairs to see if they'd hold us up. We just sat down yep. expecting them to. Because they that's, always do. That's full trust in Jesus. Yeah. Plus nothing, minus nothing, what he did on Calvary's cross. And it's, and it's for eternity. It's for eternity, Quit yes. muddying the waters of salvation. My goodness, preachers, get your, get your invitation right about what it means to be saved and how you get saved. Yes. Well, we're out of time, Doc. Amen. Folks, until next time, keep your eyes on them skies.